Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Teachable Moments. This is Nova Hollerback. That's Hollerback. And we have to talk a little bit about YouTube and its future and the future stars that will be coming out of this particular franchise that Google bought way back when in the 2000s. There is a sports-based YouTube channel called Urinating Trade. It is the funniest shit imaginable in this darkened era of 2020. Its NFL reviews are top-notch, but it is almost Obvious he came from 4chan or is at least 4chan adjacent. Whether people will say it's a good thing or a bad thing, it's immaterial. He is just fucking hilarious. Recent episode dealing with the Thanksgiving edition of the National Football League and its trials and foibles. He brought all of the YouTube stars. Some of them I never thought were actual NFL fans to come in, join, whether they were from BreadTube or not so BreadTube, and explain how their team sucked through the Thanksgiving Day games or pretty much did that damn this to succeed. In one aspect, it was more of a goodbye or a thanks for the fish for this year for these folks as YouTube becomes more apparently towards the bread tubes of the world, which now unfortunately Wisecrack has become which now, unfortunately, other particular entities have become, which now, unfortunately, other places have become. But I do have to say this, to be honest with you. List watching that video that Urinating Tree had for that particular episode was a reminder of who built YouTube truly and not those that... Saren, uh, Susan Wozakowski and her daughters get off to wink, wink. Logan Paul, nudge, nudge. And it got your host to wonder who are the people that are going to be the ones that will take YouTube in the, in the direction, survive YouTube's directionless bullshit into irrelevance. Will it die out? I'm not so sure that it will die out. There are growing pains in the Spotify world, growing pains that will be able to get over with all the techniques and uh, 
HB1 tricks that they want to play right now in Congress. Always got to do the trickeration and the spin moves these days. But it got your host to thinking who will take the place of and play on of PewDiePie, who will still be around, and others. And since I am a historian of some repute, mostly in the animation world, I haven't really gotten back into it. I should be doing that, but that will come way, way later as things starts to slow down because we're going to go through some shit this year. We went through some shit this year. The year has not ended yet. We're going to go through some shit, really go through some shit this December or we already have gone through some shit. If you're hearing this years, uh, months or years down the road. And we're going to go through some shit in the years to come. Who's going to survive all this? Who is going to be the ones that people trust? You have to understand that in a, in these types of mediums, you have to understand there was a past to all this. There used to be a time when there were authority figures in the television business. Some of those authority figures, you already know them by name. Walter Cronkite, Chet Huntley, John Chancellor, David Brinkley, Dan Ryder, um, Peter Jennings, Tom Brokaw, um, Eric Severide, Charles Carroll, Charles Osgood, and many others of those of that legacies that, um, that were there at the time when television was growing and things were changing in society. Who are going to be those faces? Now, not a lot of people. I don't want to forget Roger Mudd in that aspect. I don't want to forget him. Roger Mudd was a was good. In one aspect. Who's going to take over? And in in many ways, people have to understand something. We're not replacing these folks. And nobody ever, 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 ever should even consider of trying to become the next whatever names I just mentioned. But there needs to have to be some form of similarities, a similar aspect, as it were, to them, to these gentlemen, as it were, and females as well. But you have to reach a point where you can gain that type of respect. Now that the millennials are reaching 40 years old, 
they didn't have so much of a spirit as a, 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 a as people that said they people that they could trust because society they they have reached a point where they haven't gotten families they haven't gotten all these other things they're still doing the MGTOW thing in certain places and with a lot of women are now getting to a certain point where people are going towards them they want more feminine voices and all these other things as well but the feminine voices that could have been successful are not successful, either trapped by issues with other people concerning law, trapped because other things happen in their lives when it came to trying to see where they wanted to go in life. They could have been somebody popular in Hollywood. At the time, I felt it. They either did very damaging things to themselves, um hurt their chances and all there is left is people that are of ill repute that in any other decade if there was no such self-control apparatus to make sure they don't do as much damage as they're doing now to the psyche of the nation and to the psyche of men and women in particular we would be in, in in a much better place, but they're doing that type of damage and people are accepting the damages. Oh, this is the way things are. So there has to be some similar, better, better forms of these people able to speak. They're able to have a certain amount of audience come through and not be front run like a lot of these Black Lives Matter cult, uh, uh, um, setups that they're doing with uh, BreadTube and the rest of them. You have the Vols, you have Movie Bob, you have all these other people trying to get into a place where once Biden comes into office and they set up these commissions that they want to set up, that it will be game over. We need to have a voice. We know who these motherfuckers are even though they don't know who these motherfuckers are and they're lying about a lot of the shit they do and they are in, unfortunately, the basis of trying to destroy other people to make themselves look better and to make their ideas about life look better. But let me get to this point. They need to be a similar congruence to what was Cronkite Mud um, Severides era to the era that is now. I thought for my expert analysis that Jared Bauer, formerly of Wisecrack, was the guy to become the net to become similar to what Walter Cronkite is. I believe that was the one. I also believe that in a certain way, um, he should have been the one that did this. But unfortunately, 2020 being what it is, he decided to leave. And that's unfortunate for everybody involved. There are other sites like Veritasium who became famous from PBS, who I felt could have been somebody of the standard that would have 
taken over and been the guy that would have done, say, Cosmos. And this is not a slight against the host of Cosmos now, but I felt the Veritasium fit the um the discovery idea better after his um work at Chernobyl being a co-host for the um, particular PBS program there. I thought he did a fantastic job there and he should have, have taken it to the next level there, but times being what they are, this, then, the other thing, it is what it is. Um, There are some men I need to mention ultimately that might take over. And one of them is Simon Whistler from Biographics, Geographics, and his other sites as well. He is an absolute workhorse. He has enough streams. He is going to build his own empire. He is one of the biggest stars in YouTube. I believe that he will become somewhere. He is going to have a voice, a humongous voice in the future of YouTube. And it will translate into mainstream success around 2021, early 2021, late 2022. He's going to be a superstar because he has just put his nose on the grind, figured it out, had connections, and he was able to do it. And his hard work and effort is going to pay off in 2021, 2022. Simon's Whistlers and his folks are going to get big. Very big, very fast. Um, in in the next year, the other particular entity I feel as though that's going to have some success in the future may be kings and generals, but it will have to be done in a way where it will be more connected to video games, VR technology of that sort of nature. But kings and generals are going to be successful because they are talking about Roman Empire stuff. It is going to come back into full form in 2021, 2022, as America tries to get its at in gear. But or if it doesn't, a section of America, the middle of America will try to revive itself on that particular aspect as well concerning that era. That one is going to be huge. Urinating tree will be in barstool sooner rather than later. They look, Portnoy better hire this man. He can do it. Portnoy better get this boy in his in his in his wheelhouse because I feel as though this guy's going his star is not gonna go down. He is going to be someone of a nature of a how do i say this howard cosell i think this guy could be a howard cosell cosell type there are other guys named uh there are other sports dudes there i think one of them is going to be another raid brady that used to do the sports Entities before he before he retired, uh, effort, uh, irrelevant uh, snarkiness, if it were, but a snarkiness that was in the sense of this is the way things are. 
Um, as of those who will become the Nets, whoever, I am looking towards the conservative side. I do see that Crowder is going to get somewhere. Crowder has connections in Hollywood. Crowder is going to become a much larger success than even um, Ben Shapiro will be. I think Crowder has not changed anything on his day. He hasn't switched it up. He hasn't done all these other uh, things as well, but I think that he will become successful in the future from um, his radio shows and all the rest of it. I have always stated that there is going to be a space for those that do YouTube and other places as well. Don't count out Joe Budden. Don't count him out, but it's going to be extra difficult in 2021, 2022, when I, that a lot of them are going to move away from urban entertainment and head towards the countryside. And you're going to see a little bit more emphasis on heavy metal in certain places and you're going to see a resurgence yet again another three resurgence of country so one aspect of the thing is is that i don't want to count joe budden out at all i don't want to count out anybody in the culture at all but it is going to be way more corporate in the sense that the corporations are going to have more control over their, over the new entities that they try to hire, the new hot people they're going to try and hire. And they're going to try and give them 360 deals, no ownership of their, um, no ownership of their masters and a whole lot of it. I think that there will be a heavy metal resurgence. I think that Razor Fist and Stitson Hammer are going to have a major rise. I think that it's a more that Stitson Hammer and Razor Fist are going to be not so much tied at the hip, but it will be like Huntley and Brinkley in one sense. I think those two, not tied to the hip, but similar styles. One is more cap, one is more Christian, the other is a cult. I feel as though they're going to be, with the rise of heaven, they will follow the resurgence or the return or the, re, not revamped, but the revitalized heavy metal world. And they're going to follow the steps to it. And another thing that is going to help them is that the comic book industry, Marvel and all the rest of it, they're going to get overturned in 2021. It's overturned because of the bullshit they played back in 2019. So all their, the 
the, the bullshit they played in 2019 and the bullshit they played in 2020 is going to get overturned in 2021 badly. They just want spiritual escape from the bullshit that was placed upon them and what they're trying and what the um, government wants to place upon them. They just want spiritual escape from all of it. A lot more retirements, a lot more all these of the other things as well. Once we find out what happened with Drudge, who will be the next Drudge? Revolver can make it. Revolver News can make a case that they're the next Drudge. Revolver News can make the case they're the next Drudge. Everybody's also asking who's the next um Paul Brothers. Because I, the Paul brothers are going to stay around for a little bit. Because there's there's Susan's boys. They're not any. They're Susan's boys. Susan's boys start playing around, start playing games. They ain't going to say nothing behind their back. So the, the, these elites, once they start reaching power, they lose all sense of morality. It's crazy, but the. The money these people make as soon as they Monday, they get to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And that's a shame. It's a shame. But, and I do mean but. There are going to be some changes as well. As they come out of the pandemic and start to change a lot of the rules concerning how they do their news broadcast, the YouTubers are going to start to figure out ways how to bring back a lot of the older style, I mean, pre-pandemic stuff to integrate it into their broadcasting things, into doing all sorts of other things. So the things they're gonna learn from the past, they're gonna bring it out there. So as the entertainment medium start to contract those that they have fired if the YouTubers are going to have some sort of influence, they're going to hire them, get them away from these particular cameras and Zoom calls and all the rest of these things because it feels like it's dying when you're doing a Zoom call. Zoom calls and the whole rest of it, doing interviews on the online, as I begin to understand it, now I understand why certain things are meant for online and certain days you need to do speaking. Certain things that you need to do this way and certain days you need to do the other way. There has to be a certain separation with that, especially with the interviews. And I believe that that one is that one is handled on that particular sense that um, 
if they start bringing real people in for interviews. I think they need to get away from the whole podcasting setup and they need to get into the setup that worked for Charlie Rose before the incidents happened with him that worked with all the other entities that used to do it there back in the day. They used to work for the old Sunday morning back in the day. They need to develop those types of programs. Things are going to start getting better. History guy is going to be a success somewhat. But don't be surprised as 32 will become a huge star in YouTube and in mainstream circles later on. But despite all that, and despite all the things with the cryptocurrencies and the blockchain and all these technologies and other protocols and all the rest of it, there may be that there may not be any new star. In this particular aspect, there may be localized successes or semi-national or semi-regional successes that have some sort of influence all over the world. Not that there's no one big star. There are multiple smaller ones that do well in certain places. And you wouldn't want to get in their way or stop their shine in those places. But those are just some of the names there. Outside of anything else, that's the way things are. We're going to have to deal with smaller audiences. We're going to have to deal with smaller money sources, smaller, all these other things. There's not going to be tens of thousands and millions of subscribers for YouTube as they try to transition out to a archival entity. That's what they are trying to become. That's what you, that's what um, Google with Google books and all that. They're trying to be archival entities of the internet to control information. That's not a good thing in, in the, in the, in the interim, because other people that do the archival work actually have the tapes of the archives. You can't, they're not going to destroy those tapes. But those tapes do fall apart. What happens when those people who are doing the archives say that the archives are too much, they reveal too much information, the information was falsified, we got to delete this. But you have the actual tapes. It is going to be a very messy time. And then you have the whole rise of trad and all the rest of these things still going to make men into simps worse than that. But 
in when it comes to the whole man and spirit thing, the whole woman thing, and the whole rest of these things, I will not be shocked if after the fourth book, a lot of people try to get on that bandwagon that Roll Tomasi's in. But I think the fourth book, a lot of people are going to read it wrong. I think that the fourth book needs to be read soberly and to just emphasize the point that a lot of people have forgotten that I forget at times that you can't control another person, man or woman. That the best thing you can do is to control yourselves. You didn't have to spend $24 for it. The fact that, no, it's not even that. It's not even that. It's not even to blame Tomasi or blame myself or blame anybody else. And it's somewhat similar to what's going on in YouTube now. We have a situation where there are people that love the concept of human, humanness, togetherness, and all the rest of it, but don't like people. Just don't like people. It's going to get worse in the future. And it's going to be a disaster. I said in the other... um. Teachable moments that it could be a losing battle that we're fighting, uh, that a lot of people are fighting against. Uh, in this over general uh, uh, centric world that we try too hard, max out on all these other things. That is very possible. This is a large test of our masculinity. If we're going to survive, a lot of people don't understand that a lot of YouTube folks were tired of the industry, television industry in the past. And now the way that you ran this industry and the industry did not change. And it still hasn't changed, even though they got streaming services now. All Google is positioning YouTube is, is an archival space. That's what their position is. And pushing YouTube into an archival space is going to hurt a lot of these people from seceding. And also, I'm also saying that the gold rush concerning Patreon, all the rest of them, is almost over. It's almost over. I don't even believe what the way 2020 is coming out and the way 2021 happens 2022 takes place in the whole lot of it that there will be anywhere near 
something of that nature that America and the rest of them are going to become successful entities. Uh, as entertainers and all the rest of it. It's going to be wild changes. Absolutely wild. We need to be ready for it, ultimately. But as for me, the day when I was listening to the on Urinating Tree, in his video concerning Thanksgiving, it was, like I said earlier, it was more of a goodbye to what YouTube is. Thanks for the fish for all their subscribers and preparing the fan base for what YouTube will become as they will come back each year to remind who brought YouTube into the dance. So... That's just, it was a little bit more saddened than anything, but there will be some success stories. Watch Simon Whistler's, watch all these other Dottie 2, all the rest of them. There could be someone to come out of the ether. Razor Fist is going to get more famous. Sits and Hammer is going to get more famous as heavy metal starts rising again. And. We don't know if there's going to be any bigger star like a Logan Paul others. We don't know about that. And in order for YouTube, those folks to succeed, they're going to have to use more mainstream aspects like actual sets. No longer these um, large microphones. They're not in a podcast situation. And all the rest of it in order for them to succeed and survive. And Google is heading towards a archival setup instead of a setup where anybody used to succeed can succeed in not only animation, but in um, these particular live action shorts as they were. Something to think about. Thank you for listening to Teachable Moments. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your radio shows. This is Nova the Hollerback. We will see you guys next time on Teachable Moments. Take care. We'll see you guys soon.